Hi guys, welcome to the For the Win podcast. I'm your host, Hemel Javeri. Joining me today is Michelle Martinelli, one of our For the Win writers. Michelle has a unique perspective on the Larry Nasser case that's happening right now. She is a former reporter at Mich- from Michigan State um, and covered the gymnastics team while she was there. But before we get into that, here's a word from our sponsors at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Support for the For the Win podcast comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. It's simple, allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. It's convenient. Our trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at the touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com FTW. That's rocketmortgage.com FTW. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, nmlsconsumeraccess.org number 3030. It is a lovely Friday afternoon, and joining me today is Michelle Martinelli. Michelle, hi, welcome back. What's up? Hi, Hummel. How's it going? Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Uh, I wanted to talk to Michelle today because she actually has a really unique perspective on what's happening with the USA gymnastics team um, and uh, the criminal sex conduct charges against Dr. Larry Nasser. Uh, Michelle is an alumni of Michigan State and actually covered the gymnastics team while she was there. Michelle, I really want to talk to you about some insight that you can offer into this uh, investigation, what's going on here, and tell us a little bit more about what might have happened while you were there. So um, I covered the team. I mean, I was in college a little while ago. I covered the team um, during the 2010-2011 season. So it was a little while ago, but Larry Nasser was still the Michigan State gymnastics team doctor, still employed by the university. Um, the investigations that were um, a couple years ago still didn't happen until 2014. Um, so no- nothing was particularly official um, with that. But what I think is interesting about um, you know all these women speaking out at his sentencing hearing today in Michigan, I'm not there. I mm-hmm. feel like that's important to say. I am not there. I am not in attendance at court. Um, but... There have been so many, an outpouring of women, and and that number started at at 80 women who wanted to speak at his sentencing hearing this week. Uh, It was going to be a couple days, and I that last I saw, the number keeps growing, but it's more than 100 now. And they they thought they were going to hand down like today was going to be the last day of sentencing, and now they're going to they have to push back to Monday because. Um, the judge is allowing every single person who wants to to read a victim impact statement. Um, so I, I, it's yeah, I, I, I have I feel like just um, a personal connection to this just because it is my university and I, I covered the team for a little bit. 
So while you were there and covering the team, did you hear any rumors about about this or was it all kept really quiet? No, um, I didn't. To be honest, I didn't know a single thing. Um, and I sort of wrestling with that myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's something that you are, are not going to assume about someone about everyone just blindly you're not going to assume that every person you meet is a terrible person or a predator or anything like that and I just I had no idea um and and a lot of other people didn't but what is kind of a horrible element to this is that as far back as 1997 women on the Michigan State gymnastics team reached out to who is now the former coach Kathy Clagus and basically reached out to her to say, look, we're, we're uncomfortable with this. We're not sure what this is. This seems questionable. It, it, and they, they weren't sure what it was, what was or how to feel about it, but they knew it was wrong. Mm-hmm. And they knew something was wrong with the situation they were in. And she silenced them and discouraged them from coming forward and basically pointed out how it would be bad for them, bad for Larry Nasser, bad for the university, and silenced them. And had that, had she acted differently two decades ago, we would be in a totally different position. There would literally be dozens, if not hundreds of women who would never have come into contact with him, never would have been assaulted by him. And that is just enraging in and of itself. That- that this could have been prevented literally decades ago. Well, that's part of the issue is that, uh, you know, people had complained to USA Gymnastics before people had complained at Michigan State and their complaints were never acknowledged, right? The complaints were never acknowledged. They were never followed up on. Nobody ever took them seriously, which is completely astounding, which is why there are so many victims of this. Um, and you wrote about Allie Raisman's powerful testimony that she gave today, but you said that there are among more than, uh, there's 140 women uh, total believed to have been victimized by Nasser. Among them... I- Sorry, I just saw the latest number that I saw was that more than 150 women have put their their names on a lawsuit, on a massive lawsuit um, that claim the coaches and athletic trainers and um, other officials at Michigan State failed to do anything when Larry Nassar was... um, uh, accused of all the different things he's all the different horrible crimes he's accused of yeah and um, we're not and we're not going to get into 150 women yeah we're not going to get into the details of this because they are out there if you want to read them um but they are just thoroughly appalling and they you know the victims range from age and i believe the youngest was you know said something about when it started when she was in sixth grade so around 12 years old so there is no part of this that isn't just uh, just abhorrent. It is completely beyond the pale. Um, but where I see a lot of the outrage also is in that it's systemic, right? It's systemic organizations let this go on, which is why we have 150 women who put their names against a lawsuit against USA Gymnastics and Michigan State, and then 140 women who claim to be victims of, of Dr. Nasser. Um, so, you know, and among them are just famous... Um, USA gymnasts, Jordan Weber, Michaela Maroney, Gabby Douglas, Simone Biles, Allie Raisman. Those are really high profile names 
Um, and you kind of have to wonder why it took people so long to get their act together. And Michaela Maroney, earlier this uh, this week, she you know, was she said that she wasn't allowed to testify because if she did, or wasn't allowed to give her impact statement because if she did, she'd violate um, the NDA that she had signed with USA Gymnastics and they would have fined her like a hundred grand. Um, and the only reason USA Gymnastics relented on that was because of a public outpouring of people saying, we'll pay the fine for you if you want to go, you know, give your impact statement. So they've continued to kind of not take responsibility for this thing that they've helped perpetuate. Well, and that's my issue with everyone. Obviously, I know a little bit more about the Michigan State side, um, but that is my current this very moment this afternoon issue with this is that no one is taking responsibility no Mm -hmm. one is nothing is happening and Allie Raisman said that in her statement this afternoon when um speaking in front of the judge she she emphasized the the need to investigate how on earth this actually happened over the course of decades and why people enabled it and why people covered it up like it's And that's what's sort of mind-boggling, I think, to just about everyone, no matter how little or how much you're involved in this situation, is that how is it possible that, 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 what, this doctor's talents were so highly valued that no one was willing, no one in charge, no one in a position of authority was willing to do anything about it? Like, that's just, that doesn't make sense. It's just mind-boggling. So I think that's one of the things that was great about what Allie said today in a very powerful and emotional statement was just that we need to we need to actually on the USA Gymnastics side and on the Michigan State side, we need to actually find out how this happened and how we can make sure that it absolutely never happens again and not have that be an empty promise. Yeah, in her statement, she said she closed with, and please, your honor, stress the need to investigate how this happened so that we can hold accountable those who empowered and enabled Larry last Larry Nasser so we can repair and once again believe in this wonderful sport. It's really about how it's actually also ruined gymnastics, right? Because the reputation of gymnastics outside of USA, USA Gymnastics as an organization has really been tarnished as well. And, and, and that's awful because I feel like there are so many young girls, you know, these gymnasts start training very hard at, at a young age. Yeah. And there are so many young girls who absolutely aspire to be the next Allie Raisman and the next Simone Biles. And it's just, it, it's heartbreaking to know that how many of these women felt that exact same way. And that's, and they, Larry Nasser was in their path and they, they felt powerless and yeah. didn't do anything and felt scared and weren't sure what to do. And there definitely weren't people in power willing to help them. Um, she, you know, Allie Raisman has kind of been the person that has stood at the forefront of this, whether or not she wants to be, she has kind of come out, um, as uh, I'm trying to think of the right word to say this, but uh, it's not so much the spokesperson, but she's really kind of taken the lead role in representing the victims, right? Mm -hmm. Um, it might be because she's the most uh, visible face. Um, but you know, and understandably other gymnasts like Simone Biles, Michaela Maroney have kind of taken a a slight 
step back, though they have supported each other without a doubt, right? Allie Raisman is the one who's really used her platform and popularity to call out USA Gymnastics and stand up for the victims. Like she has not been shy about delivering her victim impact statement about slamming USA Gymnastics for the role that they played in this, right? She she was on ESPN the other the other day. She's very clear about how she thought USA Gymnastics was at fault. You know, you wrote in your story, I don't think they care. I don't think they're sorry. That is what yeah. Allie Raisman said in her statement. Um, and I think it's really powerful that she's using this platform to represent all of the victims. Right. And it's not to say that, like, you know, this isn't the kind of leadership role you dream of being in. Yes. But I think it's brave and admirable that she's willing to take this step and say, I'm popular. I have a huge following on social media. People look up to me, whether they are gymnasts or not. And, you know, yeah, she's written letters. She's gone on TV. She even said today that she hadn't planned on making an, a victim impact statement, but she was inspired by the dozens of women who, have, who spoke before her this week. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I, I think that's interesting as well, because while she's such a, a, a leader in this and kind of a role model on how to speak out against issues that you believe are important, I think it's great that so many other women who aren't in the spotlight were able to inspire her to come forward and really have make an incredibly powerful statement that just kind of had the burn it all down vibe to it. That it was just like, we're, we're here and we're powerful and we have a voice and you are, no one is going to stop us from speaking. Yeah. And I mean, all of this like to me it's even very difficult to talk about because it's just so appalling and reprehensible um but you also wrote that in addition to the criminal charges that he's facing against the gymnast he's also sentenced to 60 years in federal prison for child pornography charges right so this is just a, a, a terrible terrible person who's been allowed to exist in this system and we can't figure out why uh one of the other things that i thought was really interesting that um has been mentioned in a couple of places is that this the magnitude of this scandal and what happened here is on par if not you know it's not a a more than statement but it is very similar to what happened at penn state and you kind of saw the outrage the outrage that happened at penn state against penn state for letting the sandusky uh, stuff go on for as long as it did. And I kind of feel like we're missing that against Michigan State. I and you might, you know, it might be brewing, right? People might just kind of be getting around to the fact that the university also enabled this behavior. Um, well, and, and I think really up until this week, just because there seriously have been such a large number of women speaking out at the sentencing hearing, you know, their local journalism has been working its tail off on this. And mm-hmm. there have been plenty of people at our newspaper and others, particularly the Lansing State Journal in, in Michigan. Like, they have just kind of led the way on this along with the Indy Star. And, you know, I, I feel like now it's finally getting national attention. But for the longest time, as we're sitting here reading about this, you know, Larry Nasser was fired like a year and a half ago from Michigan state. Like we've known about this for a while. You know, like you don't just all of a sudden accuse someone of something and find yourself at a sentencing hearing. Like this has been going on for a while in the local news for a while. And I feel like people are finally just catching on. And I don't know why, because I, I I don't want to compare scandals or compare crimes because 
one victim, one survivor is one too many. Right. But this is truly so wide reaching that we have no idea how many survivors are out there. And, and, Mm -hmm. you know, the ones that have come forward, there's more than a hundred of them. Yeah. What do you think about um, Michigan State's response? I know, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but didn't they just issue a statement that was like a vote of confidence in the university president or something? Yeah, they literally just issued a statement this afternoon that said, um, through this terrible situation, the university has been perceived as toned up of unresponsive and insensitive to the victims. That's how the board of trustees opened up their statement. They closed by saying they have, uh, they believe in the university president, Luanna K. Simon, um, and they're going to continue to support her. And I just, it's so, it's ironic that they use the word tone deaf (laughs) in their first sentence on this. And it's so and then they issued, deaf. yeah, and they I, issued a totally tone-deaf statement, yeah. Right, and and this all comes, really, this all comes on the heels of the university, the Board of Trustees offered her a raise in December, um, which, to her credit, she turned down. But that just to the shows you how out of touch they are, that after a whole week of... of listening to the impact that this one university employee was able to have on so many different people's lives and you're not taking an active response with it. The university is not encouraging transparency and figuring out how this all happened. You were informed years ago that even at higher levels, you know, you want to talk about the gymnastics coach 20 years ago. That's one thing. But you were informed a few years ago that this was happening and that there were allegations against him and you still didn't do anything. And you let him treat women, quote unquote, treat women while he was under investigation. And so just from the beginning, this has been handled so poorly and really actually as a um, I've never been more proud to have to be an alumni of uh, the Michigan State student newspaper yesterday they ran an excellent editorial calling for the resignation of the university president it was well-reasoned well-written and absolutely spot on and i don't understand how even the um student government at michigan state just recent literally just recently voted to say that yeah we need new leadership at the school like you have to do something you can't leave the people in charge who let this happen you can't let them be the ones to try and solve it. They're the ones that let this happen. I think um, <laughs> I think that we might be seeing more fallout, quite honestly, because this to me seems like the very tip of uh, the, there has to be more of a reckoning. It does not seem like people will just let things stand as the status quo. So, and I feel the same way with what's going to happen to USA Gymnastics. You know, I definitely see a lot of trust eroding in that body. Um and none of this seems like like it's over. So I guess in that sense, for people who need to be held accountable for the decisions that they've weighed, we might still see that coming. I just, and, and so many people need to be held accountable because without, who knows how many enablers in this situation on all sides from all organizations involved with this, we don't know how many people enabled this, but what particularly bothers me with the response that the school just laid out today 
is that you're not taking responsibility for your actions. At the end of the day, when something this widespread, massive, terrible, and criminal happens, people in leadership positions, people who oversaw the general response to this have to take responsibility. And a lot of times that means you lose your job. And you may have done some great things in the last, I think she's been president since 2005. You know, it, it doesn't negate the fact that the school so horribly handled this. And I I think you're right. I think this is the beginning and I just, I don't know how the universe, the board of trustees can still stand by her and say, yeah, we have faith in her, even though, X, Y, and Z happened and happened tons of times. Yeah, and the and the thing is also that with with stuff like this, it often depends on public outcry. And I know that's horrible and awful and it shouldn't be that way. But again, the Michaela Maroney USA Gymnastics only relented on that when they saw the public outcry over the fact that she might be fined. And I think this is all public outcry often does have an impact on how you know people reverse their statements and you find that from one week to the next the president has actually been asked to resign so um i mean i just don't and and that's what's interesting about this is that this outcry isn't new yes the state news michigan state student newspaper wrote something yesterday but the lansing state journal called for her to resign weeks ago yeah like this is I just, I don't know how you can sit there and say with now, you're right, it it shouldn't have to get national attention for the right thing to be done. But now that it is, I don't know how you can still say that the leadership at the school is still working and functioning properly. Yeah. It's not. No, I mean, the whole thing sounds just appalling and reprehensible from everybody in charge who just didn't take the time to listen to what these young women were saying, which is incredibly unfortunate. Um, Thanks, Michelle, for talking with us. I know it's a really super serious topic, (laughs) but I appreciate your insight on it. Um, And I know our listeners do too as well. Um, We'll keep you updated on this and everything else going on in sports. Thank you guys for listening. Michelle, any closing thoughts? I would just, at some point, really like to see my alma mater do the right thing, the right thing for the survivors in this situation. Yeah, and if you guys have not had a chance to look at Allie Raisman's uh, testimony, it's on the internet, it's on For the Win, Um, you should do that. It's, you know, it's pretty powerful stuff. So thank you guys for listening, and we will see you next week. 